Welcome, ladies, to our online Bible study. This week we are starting a brand new series on the book of James, and I am so looking forward to studying God's Word with you. You know, studying God's Word is so important and so essential in our Christian walk, isn't it? It gives us instruction on how to live a godly life, how to live every day and every moment to the glory of God. I had taught a Bible study on how to study the Bible where we went through all the different study tools that you can use to enhance your Bible study. Well, in this study, I use the analogy that in the same way a carpenter uses specific tools to build a wood bench, we too use specific tools when we study the Bible. Now with a carpenter, depending on how elaborate he wants that wood bench to be, will depend on which tools he uses. The same goes for Bible study. Depending on which tools we use will depend on how in-depth our study is going to be. Well, I bring this up because I noticed in the introduction of our study of the book of James, we're going to be going through Warren Wearsby's commentary. And Ken Bow wrote the foreword in there, and he mentions the analogy of a carpenter. Well, he stated that every carpenter and construction worker has one primary tool that they use more than any other tool. They use this tool dozens of times a day and would be totally lost without it. The tool he referred to, ladies, is a measuring tape. Without this simple little tool, you wouldn't be able to make exact cuts and therefore resulting in inadequate products, right? Can you imagine making that wood bench without a measuring tape? Well, ladies, our lives are to be measured according to Scripture. As we study God's Word and we apply what we learn to our lives, we will mature in our Christian walk, won't we? We will grow deeper in our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible is our guide to living godly lives. In fact, the central theme of the book of James is maturity. If you look at page 17 in Warren Wiersbe's commentary of the book of James, you will see a suggested outline that he gives. Now, Warren Wiersbe breaks the book of James down into five marks of a mature Christian. Let's look at that. It will begin in chapter 1, where we see that a mature Christian is patient in testing. In chapter 2, we will see that a mature Christian practices the truth. In chapter 3, the mature Christian has power over his tongue. In chapter 4, a mature Christian is a peacemaker instead of a troublemaker. And then in chapter 5, a mature Christian is prayerful in troubles. Oh, ladies, God wants us to grow in maturity in our Christian walk, doesn't he? And in this study, we will find that the book of James is one of the most practical books in the New Testament because it offers instruction and exhortation to the Christians who are experiencing problems, as we all do, right? For example, James 1-2 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Notice the words, count it all joy. James uses an aorist imperative for the word count here. Now, when we see this, it is not meaning that this is an option or a suggestion. 
James is saying with this imperative that it is a command. Anytime, ladies, that you see an imperative used in the Greek, it means that it is a command. And so James is saying here that we are commanded to count it all joy when. Now, it doesn't say if. It says when. Count it all joy when we fall into various trials. Well, did you know that about half of the verses in James contain verbs in the imperative form? Wow. Ladies, these are commands, not suggestions. So there are a lot of instruction here in the book of James that we can apply to our lives. Now, in actuality, you probably can't read the book of James without experiencing a strong tug of conviction. So this is going to be whittling away at us a little bit to make us a little bit more Christ-like, growing in our Christian walk. James will also tell us the pitfalls of failing to place our trust in the Lord, of judging one another, of being prejudiced, having improper speech, and, of course, leaving God out of our plans. There's a lot of times that we do that, don't we? We try and do things on our own. Well, ladies, I have a short video that I'd like you to watch in reference to placing our full trust in Jesus Christ. Please watch. I just don't trust you. You don't trust me? No, I mean, I want to trust you. I just don't. (laughs) I have an exercise that I think will really help. Oh, okay. Stand here and face this direction. Mm -hmm. Now, do you trust me? Uh, No, I just said I don't trust you. This is all part of the exercise. All right. Whenever I ask you if you trust me, you say, yes, Jesus, I trust you. Even though I don't. It's practice. Okay. So, do you trust me? Uh, Yes, Jesus, I trust you. Now, fall back. Are you going to catch me? Don't worry about that. Okay, that's the part I'm worried about. (laughs) You can do this, okay? Just trust me. Trust you. Fall back. Okay, well, Jesus, I trust you. Okay. Uh, let's try this again. Just face this direction and keep your feet planted. All right? Do you trust me? Yes, Jesus, I trust you. Now, fall back. Okay. I'm going to do it. All right. I'm really going to do it. <laughs> Good. times do we do this, right? We say that we're going to trust God and then we haphazardly try to help in a way. Instead of falling into the arms of Jesus, we haphazardly stumble back trying to keep ourselves up. 
Or if we see something and we can see the outcome, oh, well, it's easy to trust God then, isn't it? But what about those times that you can't see God? You can't see what the outcome is going to be. That's where true faith comes in. That's where becoming a mature Christian comes in to be. Ladies, as we study the book of James over the next several weeks, let this book be a tape measure that we use to facilitate the exact cuts and changes in your life that will build a strong personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Come to this study with an open heart, willing to see what the Lord wants you to do. Next week, we are going to be starting Chapter 1 in Warren Wearsby's commentary. Now, there are some questions at the end of each chapter that help us pull out those rich nuggets of Scripture. And so I really encourage you to read along in the chapter with your Bible and answer the questions. And I look forward to studying God's Word with you each week as we unfold what God wants to teach us. Until next week, God bless.